All right, Greg Matzik is here. Debbie Lodzik is on your roads. Wyatt Barmore Pooley is in the newsroom. And Matt is producing the show this afternoon. Sam's a little under the weather, so she headed out of here. She will be back tomorrow. Let's bring in our guy, Major Garrett, is CBS's chief Washington correspondent, the creator and host of the Takeout podcast, and his book is a great book. It's called The Big Truth. Major, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, John. How are you? Man, excellent. It's good to be back. I, I want to begin yeah, by Iceland. Iceland. You told me, I, so you and I were texting while I was in Iceland, and you yeah. said that's at the top yeah. of your bucket list. You you got to make it it's happen. It's on the bucket list. There's there's lots of things on the bucket list, but uh, especially from your advocacy, it's raised it's it's gone up a few notches. It's beautiful. Hey, I want to ask you about uh, one of the headlines that's happening just today, and it's mm-hmm. President Biden on the picket line with UAW workers. He is the first president to walk the picket line or show up at the picket line in the history of our nation. I believe. Is this all about politics, or is this about policy, or is it about both? It's about both, and. You mentioned he's the first president to go on a picket line. Uh, I opened up our version of America Decides, our streaming political show, a little while ago, recounting the history of the last time an American president engaged directly in a UAW conflict with an auto company. It was 1936, one year after the Wagner Act was passed. The president was FDR. The Wagner Act, what did that do? Recognize collective bargaining, the ability to strike, and the ability to organize. And... Strikers with the newly formed United Auto Workers struck a GM plant in Flint, Michigan. It was a protracted struggle, but FDR sided with the workers, urged GM to negotiate. They did. The American labor movement was galvanized by that moment. I'm not comparing the two, but that's just a historical context, one to the other. Biden, a little bit late to the issue here, was sort of got first to the mark by former President Trump saying he was going to go there. But they've scrambled to get back onto this. And there is politics. That's the UAW endorsement for the president's reelection hasn't happened yet, probably in much better shape now. And the idea that in this matter, the president felt the need to intervene or at least bring his voice to the side of those on the picket line. Why? Because during the Great Recession, the UAW did make real concessions and the auto companies have profited from those concessions. Now it's time, the president says, to give something back to those workers who made concessions central to the preservation of the three big auto companies. The president didn't get so heavily involved in the rail strike, a port strike, UPS, other things, but here he had. It has political ramifications unquestionably, but there is some history that needs to be remembered. The president wanted to give voice to that, at least in part today. Major, what do you expect uh, former President Donald Trump to have accomplished or get accomplished when he meets with a similar group of people tomorrow instead of attending the debate? Well, it's actually not a similar group of people. He's going to a non-union shop, which, trust me, the UAW members have taken note of. Uh, And so what's what's the backdrop? How does that exactly work? But look, uh, former President Trump in 2016, to the surprise of many Democrats, and to an extent noticeable in 2020, has found common cause, if not with union leadership, with union membership. And so his voice does matter. And I think it's fair to say that President Biden wouldn't have gone to the picket line had Trump not announced his visit to Detroit first. So I've talked to Democrats about this who say, yeah, former president gets some marks. That was shrewd. That sort of got the White House attention in a more demonstrative way. So even in that sense, whether he goes to a union or a non-union shop, he's going to a non-union shop, 
The president will get some credit for the former president will get some credit for this. How long lasting it is, don't know. Some of that will be influenced by what happens on the debate stage at the Reagan Library with all the others at the second debate. How close are you following baseball? The Padres have not been eliminated mathematically yet. That's going to happen tonight. (laughs) You know it. I know it. The American people know it, to paraphrase Bob Dole. Uh, Look, uh, you you know, I love baseball, so I watch every game. I thought the Padres, and when Greg was doing that whole riff on the Cardinals, I thought he was going to throw the Padres in there somewhere in the ranks of the most embarrassing teams in all of baseball. Thank you for not doing that, by the way. (laughs) Well, they're still Uh, mathematically alive. uh, no one, no one could have uh, quibbled with you, least of all me, if you had. So it's been a hard season. It's been a very hard season. But I mentioned this before, the Brewers are a solid club. They have all the things you need to succeed in the playoffs, timely hitting and, and excellent pitching up and down the rotation in the bullpen. So uh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't pretend and call them my team, but I wish them well. You love baseball. Will you watch now that yeah. your team's eliminated, or are you oh, done? Yeah, I, I, I always watch. I always watch. And now uh, my phenomenal wife, Laura, is now a full-on baseball fan. She's become a huge baseball fan very late in life. She said, I used to ignore baseball because I thought it was so boring. She's now figured out the game within the game, everything that's happening pitch to pitch. And she said, now I understand what you would always tell me when I would say, who do you care about in the World Series? I said, I don't care. I just won seven games. And she'd say, why do you want seven games? More baseball. Baseball to the very end. That's all I want. (laughs) My team's not involved. So that's where I'm at. I love it. Good stuff. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. Check out his book, The Big Truth. Major, thank you so much for always being generous with us. Thanks. And just remember, I'm Frida's boss. (laughs) Who's Frida? My secretary. Good stuff. It's 515 at WTMJ.